2: Am I on yet? No, almost. Did the song play already? Oh, so sorry to tune in late. Welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, the – I dropped the ball, Nancy Lombardo – Thank you. I'll start off with an announcement, which is Alias Smith & Jones featuring the Button Men, Live Blues at the Shrine in Harlem on Friday, August 21st. Okay, you want to check that out. Let me get, uh, you could go to ShrineNewYorkCity.com, ShrineNewYorkCity.com, or call 212-690-7807. All alright Uh got to make these, uh, okay, what was I doing now, what is going on with Twitter? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't sign into it. It's now X. So, I mean, it's, it's my X? I don't know. All right. I might have to just drop the twit. Okay. Uh, let's keep moving on. Oh, uh, suggested donations, $10. dollars you got to be 21 or older to see it. ShrineNewYorkCity.com. Check that out. All right. And also remember, I have books available on Amazon. So, you could check that out, too. Let's see. Uh... What are we going to start with? Let me start with something here, uh, music-wise, to inspire us on this wet and rainy uh, day. Okay, let's see. I'm looking for... Okay, Never Give Up, Anatomy
0: All right. Never give up The delusion oppresses me Never give up Never give up Never give up
2: Adam E. Okay, now the comedy of Alan King.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, when Judy Garland first came to New York to be, open up her really theatrically historic first engagement at the Palace Theater, she said she just wouldn't come to New York without a certain young comic. She wanted him on the bill. His name was Alan King. And as you already recall, from the time he opened the Palace Theater, he became the Rage of New York. Now he actually commutes to England because he's the number one comedy star in England let's have a wonderful welcome for Alan King. Thank you very much. Seems a little chilly for July 5th. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I am very happy to be here tonight. Uh, of course, Ed has been so kind to mention uh, my commuting to England. I just had a great thrill. I was on the command performance for Her Majesty the Queen of England. I hope you don't mind if I spend a few minutes discussing this because with my background, you know, I'm not too familiar with royalty usually, you know, I once got drunk with Count Basie in Cincinnati. (laughs) uh, We were up in Glasgow, Scotland for the command. It was a great occasion. We were all standing backstage after the performance and the Lord Mayor of Glasgow just walked around you know, he we was so excited. I wasn't because I was drunk. You <laughs> know, that's where they make the stuff. You know, up there, it's beautiful. It comes out of the tap. But, uh, I was standing there, and of course, very okay. nervous. And Lord Mayor said, "Your Majesty, may I present Mr. King from America?" And she said, "How do you do, Mr. King?" And I said, "How do you do, Mrs. Queen?" <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go back. No, but she was a very charming lady. Of course, my wife was there with me, but she didn't meet the queen. Of course, that was when I was there. Now, to hear the story, you think that she doesn't make a move without my wife, you know, because women lie a lot, you know. No, I mean this, and I've been married 12 years. I found out that when a man becomes successful in any degree, it's the woman that changes. Now, I come from the Lower East Side of New York. Uh, I never met a comedian that didn't come from the Lower East Side. I know a very talented comedian from Cincinnati moved to the Lower East Side of New York. And actually, I lived so far downtown, 14th Street was like Connecticut to me, you know. And, uh, yes. I met my wife there. We come from the same neighborhood. In fact, my family had more money than my wife's family. And we were on relief. You can imagine what a thrilling Course, to look at my wife today, you would never dream she came from so humble a beginning. <laughs> you think she came from a plantation in Virginia somewhere. <clears throat> and that's one of the reasons she's not too happy with me, because I'm the only one left that remembers where she came from. <laughs> Anytime time she opens up a big mouth, I remind her where she came from. <laughs> I like to think back to the old days when we were so happy, so much in love. We were married two years. My wife told me I was to become a father. This is a big moment in your life. I like the way the women tell you important things. They don't discuss it over the dinner table or during the evening. They wait till you are sound asleep. Have you ever noticed that? It aggravates them that you're sleeping. Now my wife stays up all night because she hasn't got no place to go in the morning, you know. She watches the late show, the late, late show. She salutes the flag, sings the star <laughs> she, she waits. She waits for the thought for the day. You, know, you can lead a horse to water But remember what a wet horse smells like <laughs> <laughs> And all uh, that Now I was asleep, as I said And my wife walks in Now when the woman walks in, you're asleep They do little things to find out if you're really asleep You know, like all the lights go on They slam the door, they shoot it up And then the cough, you ever hear a polite cough? <laughs> then she says, Are you up? Even if you're dead, you react a little. <laughs> then they get alongside of you and they stomp at the elbows. You ever get the harpoon in the ribs in the middle of the night? Alan, if you're not doing anything, <laughs> it's five o'clock in the morning. I'm always busy at this hour. I play polo every morning at five o'clock. What do you want you to do? I have a strange desire for some exotic food. she I run down to the All My Delicatessen and get me a corned beef sandwich with some chocolate sprinkles, some whipped cream, a piece of watermelon, and a sour pickle. Well, you know, sleepy as I was, I realized that this was it, you know. I had seen enough movies to know that this is the way it is notice when the woman is expecting how she really takes charge of your life, the first thing, of course, the neighborhood wasn't good enough anymore. Good. She said, I don't want my children growing up in this neighborhood. I said, I can't afford I'm living now. What do you want from me? The kid comes, you don't like the neighborhood? Let him move. I'm saying, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> says, Alan, let's buy a house. Now, you know, I've been making fun of the suburbs for many years, and this is actually the way I moved out there. He said, let buy a house. Everybody's doing it. You remember, ten years ago the exodus from the city to the suburbs. Someone cut a ribbon. They fired a pistol, and the land grants were out. <laughs> Onward to the suburbs, these gallant pioneers with the covered wagons and the mink stalls hanging out the back. Everybody out. There, I bought a house for forty-eight thousand dollars. It was listed to sell for twelve-five. <laughs> I wanted extras, you know. <laughs> little things like I needed windows, I wanted a floor in one room. <laughs> own your own home. Save your money all your life so you become your own janitor. <laughs> That's all it is. The only time my wife talks to me is Alan. Take out the garbage. <laughs> I say we didn't eat. Where's the garbage coming from? <laughs> she can't stand to see me sit still for five minutes. She collects the garbage from the neighbors just so I can make it out suburbs. What a ridiculous place to live. Nobody talks to anybody. It's a competition thing out there, you know. I've got one neighbor I haven't seen in four years. He's hiding because he knows I want him to go partners on the hedges, (laughs) That's the big thing, you know, the lawns. You ever see Sunday in the suburbs? You ever see how ridiculous the men look? They work hard six days a week. Come Sunday, they're on all fours like dogs crawling around. (laughs) They all have the same outfits, you know. Bermuda shorts. Sneakers, bony knees, (laughs) and they all have the shirt with the alligator on it, like a bag. (laughs) We're all sick. How would you like to come home from a drunk on Saturday night and Sunday morning at quarter to seven? The neighbors are out. (laughs) They cut the grass with a motorboat for islands. Say what? You know, they're up, they're ready to go Say, <laughs> so what are you going to do about the crabgrass? I'm going to let it lay there until 3 o'clock Then I'll decide what to do I don't make important decisions at 7 o'clock in the morning I hope the lawn rots I hope it spreads to everybody else's lawn <laughs> in the middle of a television rehearsal My wife calls me on the phone Crying, screaming I rush home, she's standing in front of the house Alan? Lorna's lawn is dying (laughs) I didn't even know it was sick What do you want me to do? I've got a gardener Oh, he's brilliant, brilliant He keeps telling me I have sour soil I told my wife not to marry me It's hereditary Oh, that's sour soil before me What do you do about it? Gardener says we use Kentucky bluegrass That's the finest grass seed in the world. But they don't tell you, it only grows in Kentucky. (laughs) i to buy a racehorse for $3,700. Let them walk around the grounds every (laughs) day. You think the gardens are the only thing to worry about? What about the decorators? Aren't they beautiful? My wife just found two beautiful decorators. Well, a set of bookends like this, you never saw. they come to the house once a week, they fly around the room. <laughs> <laughs> they're always wearing sandals. Could be snow on the ground. They wear sandals. And they're always coming back from Italy. They never go. They're always coming back. So <laughs> they keep saying, in this corner, we'll put some ivy. You know about ivy. Yeah. If you have a piece of furniture that has a hole in it immediately becomes a planter. You know the ivy, we got it coming out of faucets, keyholes, cracks in the wall. Do you see the new thing where they open up the drawer and the ivy hangs out of the drawer? And my socks and underwear are laying on the floor and the ivy's coming out of the drawer. And my wife keeps telling me the reason we live out there is for the children. Better schools, which is of course ridiculous. We live directly across the street from a public school and my boy can't attend. We don't live in the zone. They <laughs> got kid's from out of state Going to the school But we don't live in, zone. <laughs> in the zone can tell me the zone line Runs right through my house According <laughs> to the man If my kid slept in the garage He could go to this school <laughs> I'll tell you the truth I can go on like this Nancy Lombardo <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I
0: learned a lot, Jamie
3: I didn't know you guys didn't camp Oh, wow you know my idea of camping out actually i don't camp either is a hotel with no mini bar oh, <laughs> crazy dog i'm not going in there i've been on a lot of tv shows i have and uh but it's always the same scene i have been on let me uh, go down the list i have been on numerous films tv shows and movies and always in a funeral scene always in a funeral scene i've been on all the of in funeral scenes i've been at the sopranos in two funeral scenes and a funeral lunch i was in a movie called the funeral Uh, i was in the movie the jerky boys in a funeral scene i was on as the world (laughs) turns in two funeral scenes because basically i have mastered this look i am i am the consummate italian mourner
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's me, I
3: got that down. I'm really, I'm really good with that I got that down. Uh, Hi there, I have a little cute couple sitting there like that All cute and He's going, I brought you the joy Leave me alone I don't the <laughs> Good, it's great It's also a musical instrument if you do this uh, it's very nice. Okay, enough about you. Let's talk about me. Me, me! I'm a new age woman. Every time someone asks me, age, I give them a
0: new one. I'm a mother of two.
3: Okay, one, my husband.
0: So I met my
3: husband the old-fashioned way. He followed me home, so I kept him. So my husband, uh, how many married people here? I <laughs> okay. Alright, well, an, I don't know about your husband. So my husband will confess anything if I, if I give him the wife look, This one. What? What? Is this about the milk? Cause it was enough for a cup of coffee when I put it back in the fridge. What? What? Was this about the last piece of cake you were saving as a treat? I'm not hungry! What? What? Is this about the body I buried under the steps? <laughs> ate my last piece of cake? <laughs> I tell you,
0: it, it, it's
3: hard work. Marriage is hard work. I've been married a very long time. And now the secret to being married a very long time is you've got to have date nights. you got to have date nights. Twice a week you go out, you have good food, good company, good wine. I go Tuesdays, he goes Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> always on this kind of a, a fad diet, he's always on a fad diet. He's always doing whatever the latest one He's is, the, the rose nuts. I call it the nuts diet because it's like the rose deal, like all nuts. And uh, then he got one, well, now it's uh, coconuts and bananas. That's all he's going to eat. Me. I'm just eating coconuts and bananas. He hasn't lost any weight, but boy, can he climb a tree. <laughs> I tried to put him on Weight Watchers, but I got tired of him asking, what's the point? Uh, uh, yes. uh, now i know who did it <laughs> yes it's a tough thing there and if you go on with that but it's fun it's fun being married i'm to hire this here a little bit um okay yeah uh, you know what good news good news they just released a chore for insomnia lincoln on dvd
0: <laughs> lincoln.
3: He got the award because, uh, is it the best? No. Did anyone ever see Lincoln to say, that was Lincoln? No, the real Lincoln. If you really <laughs> saw Lincoln, you might be a friar. Did you just call the real Lincoln? <laughs> and then, you know, for doing the voice. And then I liked the relationship, the marriage relationship that he had with his wife in there. And I thought it was so cute because it was like, gee, Mary, what's going on? Why Why's everybody there there's a war? Shut up, Mary, you're crazy. <laughs> gee, Mary, well, why is everybody wearing blue and gray? Don't we have any other colors? What? Oh, shut up, Mary, you're crazy. What are we doing tonight, Mary? What? No, it wouldn't kill me to go to the theater. I'm not that right in the theater. Yeah, then
0: uh, also The Miz.
3: True to its name, I came out more miserable than I went in. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, was, <laughs> If the movie is too long and it sounds like the same song then no doubt you're trapped here watching us, La I had
0: a dream the film would end But it went on and on forever Thank you! Yeah, that's convenient and belt,
3: can't I Yeah, when I was a little, my Spanish grandmother would take me to see these Spanish horror films Made even more horrific by the fact I didn't speak Spanish (laughs) But I always knew who the villain in the film was because she was always that skinny little woman all dressed in black her hair <laughs> always in a bun she'd always be standing at the top of a tall winding staircase in her hand she'd be holding a mysterious box at the bottom of the staircase would always be a beautiful young woman who'd say, <laughs> And no woman at the top of the stairs would go so it's the aki she'd open the box inside of the man's head Ayudame, no. Ayudame. Ah, the head would fall, the would land in her feet, she'd go, and, the going, ha, 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 ha. and that was every film I saw over and over again <laughs> growing up. Wasn't easy for me growing up Puerto Rican and Italian in New York City. Never knowing, thank you. <laughs> never knowing at any given moment when I would have to chase myself!
0: Out of
3: my own neighborhood. <laughs> i a Jets. a Puerto Rico, on explain. She Unexplained. was <laughs> a terrible cook for everything. Now it's called Cajun. <laughs> 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 She had her mom wisdom that she liked to impart these cliches or glitches, as she called them. Mia, listen to these glitches. It's going to save your life. The cork doesn't fall far from the bottle. You got to take the bees with the honey. Every clown has a silver lining. What? What? That's you know, so why I went into comedy because of that. Now uh, I, I, I do have a child, and um, you know I, I want to be absolutely honest with him. I'll never forget the day my little boy went to me, Mommy, where do babies come from? And I was going to be so absolutely honest. So I turned and looked into his innocent little eyes and said, Well, honey, in your case, babies come from absolute vodka. <laughs> I
0: didn't want
3: to be misinformed like I was growing up because I'd really curly hair. My mom would brush it, and I'd go. If
0: the baby.
3: <laughs> and for the longest time, until I read that little pink book, Why Jane Can't Go Swimming Today, I thought having your hair brushed had something to do with having a baby. <laughs> I was so misinformed on that one, too. Oh, they have uh, so, so much. I just want to say, this is great. I feel so flashy in my, I feel like I have to create a whole new act around my jewelry. And then, I went there and it felt powerful. I was empowered by my jewelry. It's like, it's a a fun thing. Now, I don't know about you, but when I go shopping, okay. I I don't like to think of this right here, as my chest, no. I like to think of this as the continental shelf. Because this is where everything I eat falls in the course of a day. French fry ketchup. Oh please! <laughs> and I don't think of these as breast No, I think of these as orbs of empowerment. <laughs> like say you're in a grocery store and you're trying to reach something. Excuse me, sir. Can you get me that? Oh, excuse me, sir. Can you get me that? Time to break out the big guns. Excuse me, sir. Can you get me that? <laughs> and then need that up there. And those two items up there. Oh, you're such a All right, we're going to keep it moving now. I'll leave you with one joke because you need a joke for tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. What do
0: 50 minutes and Italian grandmothers have in common? Wow. I what? Uh, wow. Thank you very much. I'm Nancy Lombardo. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank, you so
2: Thank you for tuning in. This has been What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. And don't forget, my books are available on Amazon. Check them out. Thank you. And download my music on Amazon as well. Big kiss. Bye-bye.